Ladies and gentlemen, this podcast is brought to you by BSO and ABF Creative and is scheduled for one fall. And on the mic, we have the one and only Robert Latow. I got enemies, got a lot of enemies, got a lot of people trying to drain me of my energy. They trying to take the wave from your boy. Messing with your boy, better pray for your boy. Robert Latow, keep that same energy podcast. Let's get to the opening bell. I was going to do a live stream. I was. I was going to turn on my camera, get you a little background music, play a little hip hop, maybe some R&B. And I was going to do a live stream about this uh, Ime Udaka situation. But the reason that I didn't do the live stream and I'm talking to you just strictly on the podcast, and I'll be honest with you, is that the the toxic levels on... Twitter right now are way too high for my liking. I'm just being honest with you. Now, I respect uh, people that have, you know, mental health uh, issues. It's a tough world that we live in. Everyone, unfortunately, isn't as blessed as they probably should be. The country is set up to keep poor people poor, rich people rich, specifically minorities down. And I'm not just talking about black people. I'm talking about black people, Mexican people, just, hell, even poor white people in poverty. They want to keep you that way. So I understand mental health, the struggle that a lot of people go through. Now, I say that by saying that I personally, and maybe it's the way I was raised, and I'm not saying it's right or it's wrong, but me personally, I've always been the type of guy that's like, things can be worse (laughs) for me personally. So, you know, I never really had that depression or, or, or those type of mental you know, health issues, even though I respect them. Because I'm blessed. I've always been blessed. You know, things have not always gone the way that I want them to go. I've been broke. I've been in bad situations before. I've had bad things happen. But always come back to that it could be worse. You know, that keeps me going through the day. Now, I say that to the point that social media, specifically Twitter, has gotten so toxic (laughs) that it will mess with your, your mental health. This is not the same Twitter from 10 years ago or 12 years ago when we all 
first got on there. It's a terrible place. Now, it's a gift and a curse, if we're being honest. Because without social media, almost all the opportunities that have been afforded to me over the last decade probably wouldn't have happened. I probably would be working at a car dealership or something right now if it wasn't for social media. It's a gift and a curse. But the curse is starting to feel way more worse than the gift. And what I've come to the conclusion, especially on Twitter, is the the person that has the least going on or the or the person that dislikes themselves the most or the person that in real life is miserable these are the people that continually push the toxic narratives And then you have a situation where on social media a lot, the truth, (laughs) and, and you've heard people say this before, we don't care about the truth, we just want to get these jokes off. The truth really doesn't matter on social media. And if you're probably a Facebook person or you're a TikTok person, or an Instagram person, or a Snapchat person, really doesn't matter what your choice of social media is. The misinformation, the toxic, the toxic, I can't say that word, the toxic nature of it is at an all-time high to where you just can't say simple things without people saying things about you which aren't necessarily true, saying things about your family, saying things about your kids. And it's always the people that don't have anything going on. It's always the people that are miserable in their lives. You know, it's always the people that they're single because, you know, they can't get a man or they can't get a girl. They don't have no family or their family don't like them. They're broke. They're mad they're not making the money that they think they should make. There's a lot of anger out there. Now, some people can say that that's justifiable. If you don't like somebody or you have a beef with that particular person, you should be able to express that as you please on social media. Now, I disagree with that. I never felt like it was wise to spend energy on somebody I didn't like. If I don't like a TV show, I don't watch it. But I don't have to talk about why I didn't watch it. (laughs) That's really what social media is. It's a gathering of people that say, I don't like this. I don't like this person. I don't like this show. I don't like... This genre of people I don't like, I don't like, I don't like. But I'm going to talk about them all the time. (laughs) I'm going to follow what they do all the time. 
I'm going to try to make sure because my life is miserable that I make their life as miserable as possible. And it's not really healthy for you. It's not really healthy for you on both sides. Most people, I wish, think about Skip, Skip Bayless is like, you know, something. I know people feel a certain way about me. I just ain't gonna follow anybody and not read anything. <laughs> so he's just talking. And it doesn't matter who you, who you are. It doesn't really matter who you are. There's gonna be somebody hating on you. There's gonna be somebody that's questioning you. I started BSO about a couple years out of college. It was 20, 24, 25, somewhere around that time. I was a kid. I was young, ambitious. Talking about 17 years later. Not a kid anymore. Married. Kid in college, I have a, uh, almost a two-year-old. I have a wife. I have a family. <laughs> Not a kid anymore. Seventeen years. I don't care who you are. You're gonna have some ups. You're gonna have some downs. You're gonna have a lot of successes. You're gonna have some failures. That's just the way life is. Nobody goes through seventeen years of life just cruising. That's how life is. But within those 17 years, for people that question my credibility, you tell me, in those 17 years, who else do you know independently, without a network, without big time backing, has covered almost a thousand events? That's done hundreds of interviews. That's done a hundred thousand stories in the last decade. A hundred thousand. Who was given the opportunity to hundreds of people? Who's done radio, TV, podcast in those 17 years independently? Question my credentials. <laughs> who has, who can you talk to in the media world and can say, and I'm just running these off, I'm probably missing some. Say they can done multiple Super Bowls, multiple NBA Finals, multiple Final Fours, World Series, major boxing events, major UFC events, major red carpets, major world premieres. I've done all of that. All of it. Major concerts. 
if there's something in the sports and entertainment world that has needed to be covered, I've covered it. I've covered the Masters <laughs> at Augusta as a young black journalist. I was the first independent black website that the NFL let into the Super Bowl. It's breaking barriers. But as someone told me, and I had to take it to heart, is these people are strangers on the internet. And they have their own motivation of why they do what they do. But in the end, they're just a blip on the radar. And all you can keep doing is moving forward and being the best version of yourself. And if you're truly happy, you have a family, you have kids, you're financially settled, you're going to be okay. It doesn't really matter what other people say. But you can't, for your mental health, feed into the toxicness because that's that's what they want. They want a reaction. They want to ruffle your feathers. They want you to get off your grind. Now that's something that a younger version of me let happen far too often. Far too often. I always say, I, I, ne- I never bothered anybody. But when people would bother me, I would push back. <laughs> and that was a mistake that I had because that's what they wanted. Then they could flip it around and say all this stuff and, and the, or things about you. Even though they were the instigators in the first place. You know, nobody knows the real stories. Nobody really knows what, what goes down. But you have to understand when to fight your battles. And you're not going to win a battle with a random stranger online. Because they're miserable. And they get life off of trying to make other people miserable and mad and angry and all of this stuff. So that, you know, that's why he didn't get a live stream. Maybe, and I think in the future, I'll be honest with you, I will do the videos. I'll put them up on YouTube. I'll put them up on Facebook. I'll put them up on the site. But as far as Twitter, I'm I'm cool on. I've already kind of took a step back from that. Social media as a whole. You know, 17 years is a long time. And 12, whatever it's been, 13 years on one social media platform. That's a lot. Now, we're talking about the games. We're talking about movies. We're talking about video games. We're talking about TV shows. The people that I engage with on a daily basis about those things, we're good. I appreciate you. Because when it comes to stuff like that, that's that's the, the gift part. But certain things like the email Udaka situation takes a little nuance. And people 
really aren't ready for those type of conversations on, on Twitter. They're really not. It always delves off into, divides off into something else. People don't really have the emotional and mental capacity to have rational conversations about this because social media is not a place for rational convos. So you have to be careful at how you address certain things. But I will say this, and that's probably why you're here. You want to know what what really went on, what really happened. Well, first off, just use your common sense, right? Use your common sense. Work relationships don't get you suspended normally. Consensual ones. I'm talking about ones where the woman and the man want to be together. Those don't get you suspended. That type of relationship won't get you suspended. So if if E-May and this woman in the front office or wherever she was at wanted to be together, that wouldn't have got them suspended. That's, that's common sense. There are people on ESPN right now, and I'm not going to say no names, but let's just say there was people on ESPN talking very loudly, very strongly, had a lot to say, who are having inner office relationships right now. They're having them right now with people that come on their TV show, their radio show, their podcast. So it's not like it's not like disconnected. They're talking about the same sport. We're talking about the same type of reporters. These people work together. And they're in a consensual relationship. Who are talking about E-May right now. So that's not. That's not what got them fired. Excuse me, not fired. That's not what got them suspended. It wasn't that. Common sense should have told you that from the beginning. I have no idea what Woj was told. Or who leaked it. Or was trying to make it a little bit better than what it was. So when Woj comes out and said he's, you know, actually it wasn't Woj. Woj is a code of conduct. And Shams comes out and says, first Shams says, you know, inappropriate consensual relationship. There's no such thing as a quote-unquote inappropriate consensual relationship. If it's inappropriate, then normally that's where the consent messes up. So the word, the word salads that were being used were always bad. Then Shams come back and say un- unwarranted comments that's very vague then they had the press conference where they, they basically hid behind the lawyers well we can't talk about it because of the legal situation but they're not saying why would they need to hide behind lawyers if it was just him being suspended what legal situation is going on behind the scenes that they can't talk about it? you understand so when I said it's more complex than just an office affair. And when people find out who the women were, they were not going to be happy. That was 100% true. Proven to be true. But like I said, you know, people want to take shots. It's, it's very interesting to me 
that if you hate somebody so much, so much, but you keep their name in their in your mouth all the time. <laughs> it's funny how that works. Because people I don't like, I don't know, I don't talk to, I don't talk about. They are not in my, you know, hemisphere. And I'm not really concerned about what they're talking about or what they're doing. So it's clear that he may did things outside of just having an affair. Now the question begs and what everybody wants to know is what exactly did he do? You know, yeah, Matt, damn Matt Barnes is over there shook driving because he came to his defense, like many others, because it is defensible to say if someone is just having an office affair that they shouldn't be suspended for an entire season. That's totally something that can be poked at. That, as Stephen A. said, is BS. If that was the case, if that was it, a lot of people should have defended him. But common sense had to tell you that that wasn't the case. So what else is going on? You know, Matt Barnes said he got the real story and it was a hundred times worse. Couldn't condone the actions. I mean, I think, especially the people that listen to this podcast, you guys are intelligent. You guys are smart. So, you can put two and two together. You know, just what would what in the workplace would be severe enough to suspend a head coach that just took a team to the NBA Finals for an entire season? I mean, it doesn't take much of an imagination to figure this out. Now, will the entire thing come out at some point? It depends. A lot always depends on the media. The media normally has the answers. The question is, how deep do they want to go with it? Like, is Woj protecting a source so he's not going to go too hard with it? How far is Shams willing to go with it? How far is the local media willing to go? And this is really the key. This is really the key. Because I feel like your ESPNs, your Shams, your Wolges, the general NBA media, the local media, I feel like they're going to let it go. For various reasons. For various reasons. But the, the media that you have to watch out for is the outside media. That really has nothing to do with the, with the Celtics. The media that has nothing to do with Boston. Or the media that, that in a sense, possibly could have a, something against Boston. Wouldn't be surprised the LA Times came out with something. The Philadelphia Inquirer. Do you have to worry about TMZ? The Daily Mail? The New York Post? The Inquirer? If the Inquirer is still a thing, you know, uh, the, you know, the blaze or the blast, the radar online, or just the various gossip Instagram blogs that are out there. Can they keep a lid on it? I think a lot will do if there's a lawsuit. 
the problem with lawsuits is, as you've seen with Deshaun Watson, all of the details normally are in the lawsuit. So it's like a floodgate. I feel like everybody has an idea of what's going on. Everybody has an idea of how deep it went. But no one is really willing to step out and be the first person to really talk about it. Because these things have to be vetted. These things have to be uh, made sure that they're factual. Don't forget, ESPN was the one that outed Robert Sarver. Um, Sports Illustrated was the one that outed what was going on with the Dallas Mavericks. So it could it could either go away, which we've seen from time to time, or it could all blow up. Obviously, the Celtics are doing their best to keep a lid on it. Uh, it's the weekend. People are going to be watching football, boxing tonight, all type of stuff. If they can make it through next week, they have media day. I feel like if they can get to the through next week, if they can get through next week without some sort of bombshell, then it's, you know, we may never know. It may all just be speculation. It will be like uh, the, the, the Dez Bryant hitting the woman video. It may, it may never come out exactly what exactly happened. And lastly, and I just want to point this out again. I just want to point this out again. And this has always bothered me. I'll be honest with you. This, is, this has always bothered me. You know, we're, we're a massive outlet. We're on track. What is it, September? We have, if we have a couple of good months, you know, in October, November, December, we're, we're tracking over 100 million page views in 2022. So it's a massive, we have a massive outlet, right? As you can see, I can say something pretty mundane. And I'm all in the news. But what I'm saying also gets picked up by a lot of people because they know that I know what I'm talking about. I know what I'm doing. The people that know, know. I have I have so many connections. And it's not because I have a connection because I'm like some sort of like guru or something. But you work in any industry for almost two decades, you're going to develop some relationships. So I know what I'm talking about. And this is what bothers me. This is what bothers me. I can handle criticism. Don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not soft. You know what I'm saying? I'm not soft. I'm not here crying. That stuff doesn't bother me. I'm a grown man. You can say what you want about me. I'm, I'm grown. It's not changing my bank accounts. But the thing that bothers me is like, okay, if you're going to criticize A, no matter the validity of it or not, right, that's fine. It, I, it doesn't matter. That doesn't, that doesn't bother me. The problem is this. B, 
is me bringing to light certain things that only a site like mine could bring to light. For instance, I've been talking about Brett Favre for like three years. <laughs> three years. This is even before the whole welfare thing. I've been telling people about this guy for about three, four years now. And you don't believe me, go go to Black Sports Online and type in Favre in the search engine and just scroll down. I've been telling you this guy is terrible for three years. Three years. So whatever you think of me, that's fine. But don't forget, I'm helping in reality our people. In reality, like in real life. I'm talking about real life. So while you're over here talking about connections and I'm putting out stories about Brett Favre that are getting 100,000 views. That's getting a lot of eyes on the situation. When people Google this stuff about the welfare, I come up. I've consistently done that my entire career. Police brutality, political fraud, white supremacy. If you don't like the other stuff, that's fine. That's your right. If you don't like me personally, that's fine. That's your right. But don't forget about this. Use that platform that you're using to spread this hate to also spread this information right here. <laughs> Talk about that too. Don't be one-sided. Like, do some good, at least. You could be like Rob's an asshole, but there's a, you know, a good story about how far is stealing this money from the poor people. It's a good story about how the police are covering up murdering somebody. Now, I don't agree with everybody. I don't agree with Stephen A. Smith all the time, but sometimes he says some stuff that I agree with. And I spot, like, oh, he does good stuff, and I spot like that, like the stuff he does with the HBCUs. I think that's really cool. You can be like that. It's okay. You don't have to agree or like somebody and they can still do, you know, positive things. Like I said, I've been on four. I try to tell and see the thing. The, also, the thing about it is this, is no one really comes to my defense. And it's fine. I don't have a problem with that. I'm a lone wolf. Because remember when I told you everybody about Drew Brees and I got attacked? And they were like, hey, right, you know, everybody. And Rob, I don't know, and Rob, this is a hack, and that, that, that. Didn't come out all be true, and then I don't hear nothing from anybody. Nobody ever apologizes. Every time that I'm right, nobody ever comes back and apologizes. So you should think about that for a minute. Like, who's more likely to tell the truth, me or some other people? I shoot straight with you. Always. Always. Good, bad, and the ugly. I shoot it straight with you. So you think to yourself, who are you more likely to believe? Me? Who's always told you about my flaws, always told you about my ups and downs in the industry, in my life, or some random stranger 
on the internet. Just something to think about. Just something to think about. Like I said, I'm, I'm going to do some videos. But you're going to have to go look for them. <laughs> you go to the YouTube channel, BSO TV, uh, Facebook, Black Sports Online, maybe Instagram, BSO TV as well. But can't hang out in the toxic place. It's not, it's not good for my health. It's not. Too old for this now. I was young and single. I, I can do this stuff. I can go back and forth. Like, I see some of my colleagues, they're a little younger, and they still fighting the, the good fight back and forth. And I had to tell, I had to go on the DMs, and I'm like, first off, you know, you're winning. And that's why they're jealous. That's why they're upset, because you're winning. And they're going to try their best to, to, to cut you down. So, first off, watch yourself. Second off, you know, if you want to, you know, reply and all that stuff, you know, feel free. Just, you know, don't waste too much energy on it. Life's too short. Life's too short. For you to waste too much energy on. Life's too short. I don't hold grudges. You can't do it. You can't have all that hate in your heart. I don't hate anybody. I'm not mad at anybody. You know, if I want to, I can burn everything down. But how is that helping me? How is that making me a better person? <laughs> right? How is doing something to somebody else that they did to me, how is that making me the better person? See, I don't think so. You know, I, I just don't. I feel like, and like I said, this year, 2022, 100 million page views. Financially, biggest year of all time in 2022. Been in the game, a lot of people don't fell off. You know, I think about that sometimes. And I always, I, I, I tell, tell people, that, you know, some life is like a roller coaster. It really is. Like you have super, I mean, you have highs. Then you're going to have some super lows and you're going to go back high again and you're just screaming <laughs> the entire time. I was talking to a friend of mine about that. Like, he reconciled that. You know, you have a low and you think the world is ending. And then you look up and you're more popular than you ever been. Your site's more traffic than it's ever gotten. Your accounts are bigger than they ever looked. <laughs> is that just how, you know, if you're in the religion, is that just how it works? Is it just like that? Is it just, you know, up and downs? Is it just, you just have to go with the flow? You know, I'm not I'm not necessarily a big believer in karma because if there really was karma, there's no way Donald Trump would have been president and not in jail right now. You can be a bad person for a long time and be successful. But I I do believe even at that level, you have you know, he definitely have his bad days. I'm sure when they raided his house, that wasn't a, a good time for him. <laughs> 
Now, will he rise back up? Probably. Probably. That's life. Up and down, up and down, up and down. And I think it's your job just to try to keep it even. Keep it even. But it's important. And you hear this from athletes and you hear it from people all the time. And I think this goes for regular people. Whatever your stressor is, you got to kind of move away from that. And like I told you, it to be a gift and a curse. Like, I, you know, you need so I need social media. I can't make money, you know, without it. So I have to be somewhat, you know, active. It's getting closer. It's getting closer. You don't see me at all. You already see me less and less as it is. You hear from me less and less. It's a reason for that. Sometimes you, know, you just don't. It's hard to engage in such negativity all the time. 24-7, no matter what time of the day or night. It's not good for your mental health. It's not good for your relationships. It's not good for, you know, I mean, relationships with your lady, with your fella, with your kids, with your, your parents, your grandparents. You know what I'm saying? It's not good. You know, I have to, I, people don't understand. I have to, I have to sometimes talk people off the ledge. You know, people are like, you know, rob them this, rob them that. You know, I'm like, I feel you. I understand. You know. Get those texts, Rob. I need a little help here. I need, like, that's the thing. You know, some people like to broadcast all of that stuff. Sometimes when you try to save yourself, that's what you do. But it's like, 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 like the like the person told me, strangers on the internet. Who are you trying to prove something to? Who you know what I'm saying? I think sometimes people are trying so hard, harder. To prove things to people, strangers on the internet, they're just out living their life. Just out living their life. That's why I always have a hard time finding time for the podcast. It's not necessarily because I can't do it. <laughs> it's just you just don't want to. I'd rather spend the time playing with my baby, or hell, playing with the PS Five, or watching YouTube, watching something on Netflix. But I will do my best to to, to knock some out here and there, because I do appreciate the fact. That I know I know I was a lot. Yeah, I mean I'm getting like fifty thousand listens. You know on the uh, on the podcast these days. I'm I'm shocked by that. I think the last, what's the last one? Let me see. I was gonna take a look real quick because I'm shocked. And like I said, I appreciate you guys. We had like eight, what, like eight, nineteen, twenty thousand listeners. What's this? The last thirty days? It's crazy, but I appreciate each and every one of you. And if you came here hoping for like you know some specifics on email, I just tell you this: just just use your common sense. Ask yourself. If you was the, the, the president of the Celtics, the GM of the Celtics or whatever, the owner, what type of relationships, plural, 
would cause you to suspend the man for the entire season. Relationships. What type of actions within those relationships would cause you to suspend someone for an entire season? The answer is right there. It's right in your face. It's not difficult. It's right in your face. Okay? It's right in your face. And they don't want it to get out. Because if it gets out, it, it may be the end of E-May's career. It, it may, if the whole thing got out, the entire thing, if, and the way the climate is right now, it would probably end this career. Right now, if this is all that we ever hear about it, he'll have another job next season. Probably not with the Celtics, but with somebody. Or at least an assistant coaching job. He'll have a job with somebody. But if it all gets out and you can see where this is going, if it does, if all the messy details is one of them two, three thousand word stories come out, that's probably it. He's probably done for. He's done so. So I just I just leave you with that. You guys have a good weekend. And, and, and let me say this too, too, uh, before I go, before I go. Um, and this is something that somebody uh, said to me a long time ago, and I want to reiterate it to you guys for two reasons. First, as a thank you, and first for something you can use um, in your life as well. Someone told me a, a long time ago, haters are loud, supporters are quiet. Your haters are loud, your supporters are quiet. Let me repeat. Your haters are loud, your supporters are quiet. But they're there. And you should appreciate them. And you should focus on the people that support you. Support, uh, focus on the people that have your back. Who understand, A, that people make mistakes and nobody's perfect. And that if you apologize, do the right things, come back, that you deserve second, and hell, second, if you're white, you're like Ryan Leaf, you get like 39 chances. If you're black, you know, it's a little tougher. But the premise still remains. It's easier to hear your haters than your supporters because the haters are loud. But you have supporters. We all do. Focus on them. Turn that volume down from the haters. Turn that volume up from the supporters because they're there. Because you couldn't be in whatever position you're in without the support. I got 100 million people reading. I'm assuming all 100 million don't dislike me. <laughs> you know, out of 100 million page views, if that's, you know, 50 million visitors, I would imagine all 50 million might like me a little bit. <laughs> I mean, sure, I'm sure a lot of them don't. But, you know, you have successes. Focus on that. Focus on your family. Focus on your kids. Focus on the people that support you, people that love you people that you can go to in your time of need don't listen to turn that volume down from that hate gonna help with your mental health like I said I've never been one to be like but I understand mental health is a big deal but I you know I can never be depressed because my life was going on a trajectory when I was young that wouldn't have been good. 
and would have been filled with regret and remorse and wasted potential. And the path that I ended up on, it wasn't exactly the path that I, I set, but look where it got me. Happy home, happy wife, two beautiful children, nice house, nice car, the ability to upsize at any fast food restaurant <laughs> if I want to. And I say that in jest, but there was a time where I couldn't upsize. I couldn't, I had to get stuff off the dollar menu. I couldn't get the, the Big Mac. I had to get the, the two cheeseburgers. So I say that in joking, but it has some meaning behind it. You guys have a lovely weekend. Be safe out there because beyond all of this social media, so they are killing people. Just shooting people just randomly. Be safe. Have a good time. Enjoy your football. Go Bucks. The Ohio State. I appreciate you listening. Please follow me on Twitter at BSO. Facebook Black Sports Online. Instagram and YouTube. B-S-O-T-V. Big shout out to ABF Creative for helping put this podcast together. I'm out.